talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. People, I didn't do it. it I want to see everybody. Hands up, people! Oh, <laughs> I didn't break it. <laughs> Welcome to Fight Club and Happy Tuesday. <laughs> There's quite a few coffees going around today, and uh, snippy comments to make sure we're not pressing buttons behind the scenes before we go live. Hence the hands up the high for us. Yeah, but literally pushing buttons over here. Not, not pushing anything. <laughs> it is if someone is to push a button no just kidding Love but it. we're going old school today guys this is gonna be a fun one we i think this is amanda's first time going amanda. yeah yeah it is this is gonna be a, a kind of i guess what's the word i'm looking for a uh milestone episode amanda's first old school yeah. episode of Fight Club. as a host not a guest because she's a host. Been host. like twice exactly the five of us but we don't even need guests now with Amanda. Like, I feel like we, just, <laughs> we can rename it the Amanda Show. That could wow. be awesome. <laughs> Wasn't that a Nickelodeon show back in the day? Like, Amanda, I, didn't you have a show? I'm saying we're on to something. We could just rebrand this whole kit and caboodle. We could. Oh, my gosh. And while we're talking, um, I'm going to go... Amanda, I hope you know that there's a what would Amanda say kind of post going around. Oh, <laughs> so I know well, that the S group it's um, like multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm gonna look for a couple of those because we can we can ask you live what would Amanda say? Like you a S. So what would Amanda say? There we go. W you got there. You got there. She would not say that. AS. <laughs> That's not the no wrong expression. <laughs> hey, while I'm doing that, why don't we and we can do an introduction, but why don't we say what we're doing right like what our project is right now, other than admin boot camp? Because like I know Megan's launching a profit first class later this week. I Ooh. am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and uh, let's go around and talk about what projects we have. And we're working on. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Cool. You, am I starting? Are we going in order? Yes. yes. I, okay. We know what project you've got. Yeah. I got a bun <laughs> in the oven and a nursery to work on. So <laughs> that's about, those are my projects. No, Just and uh, growing humans, uh, no big deal. Growing humans, uh, working on a nursery and getting, I am stepping back in a little bit into the business. My, I'm just, I have so much more energy like now again that I'm out of that first trimester that Yay. I'm like, you know what? I got to get my hands in things again and start working on stuff because I'm going to go mentally insane. So <laughs> that's kind of what I'm working on on the background. <laughs> Sounds good. I love it. Um, I am working on a bunch of wild stuff. Or should I go next? Oh, Megs, you're next. I'm sorry. Really? Amanda's next. And I'm oh, like, too much to not talk about 
I'm gonna break everything. Okay, I'm here. I haven't clicked any buttons, and I know I'm next. I got this. <laughs> All right, what I am working on, uh, I am working on a series of one-time trainings, one-off trainings, one-hour webinars for our clients that they can have us uh, present to them covering all different topics from CSRs, dispatchers, leadership, so all that good stuff, even technicians. Wow. He, that's wow. Like, what would Amanda say? Segments on what would Amanda say? I love it. I really think we, I think we could rename the show guys. Um, I, uh, I tell everybody to ask for the power selling pros secret menu. So it sounds like the secret menu is expanding. And as a business idea, I would like to be able to buy all of them. Just like I want a one-time fee where I just pay for, yeah. Or I would like an elevated membership level where I always have access to them. Uh, yes. I, I love all things power selling pros. Uh, I have a profit first class starting on Thursday. So a year ago, a little over a year ago, maybe 14 months ago, we did a profit first panel at the quality driven conference. And it was really fun because we had five very successful seven figure business owners sitting at the stage and they were talking about how they did profit first. And I realized that all five of them were doing it differently, that there's no like one size fits all to profit first, even though we read the book and I'm a profit first professional in my head, I have this idea of how it should go we can customize it to any industry and to any business to solve any pain points related to cash flow and uh, mostly cash flow, you know, stacks of money in the bank. So I teamed up with a guy named Justin Cones. He's been a guest on the show. He's a company called Growth Lab. He's a profit first like ninja. And I'm really excited because we're building something together. It's the first time I've collaborated on a course. No, that's not true. Martha and I did one, a workshop once, but this is a six week live course and there's a coupon code PF100 for $100 off. And it's starting on Thursday. I'm so excited. And we guarantee that you're going to increase your net profit by 4% in the first year. So it is a little bit of an investment, but you will get it all back within the first quarter, we expect. Will you drop a link in the show notes so we I can find it? Totally drop a link in the show notes. Yes. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Okay, I'm Michelle, and I'm working on a bunch of wild stuff over here. I have been asked by Tom Reber. He's been on the show before. Um, we love Tom, and hey, everybody in Tom's world, um, to do a couple of webinars for his group on AI. So I am being deeply diving into AI. I'm going to do it for contractors, general contractors, and then I'm also going to do AI for admins and kind of talk about how you can uh, make your world a little bit easier using chat GPT. So that's been really fun getting those uh, slide decks ready and getting all that stuff done. So those will happen in the month of June. Um, let's see what else. I'm speaking at the huge convention in August. Who else is speaking? Anyone? Anyone on the panel? Martha? Yay. Uh, beautiful.ai. What? Beautiful.ai. Your new yeah. BFF for automatic presentations. Oh, is it? Okay. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to go look at it right now. That's good. 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 Good intel. Um, so I'm going to talk about how implementing um, 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 traction into pink collars in 2022 and 2023, how it's changed the game. And I'm going to have a really fun thing on the stage where I talk about what does the homeowner look like? What does the customer look like? And what does that customer care part look like? Um, in terms of traction and how does traction help that interaction be better. So I'm very excited about that. And 
I think, other than Admin Bootcamp Adventure in Vegas, which I'm really excited about going to, I'm super thrilled. I may have a special guest from my family stopping by on the last day to fly home with me. Um, she's visiting her dad in, in Arizona. So my daughter Paige oh. may make a special appearance for the last day um, in Vegas. He may drop her off to us and then I'll fly home with her. So everybody will get to meet my daughter. She actually wanted to work admin boot camp. She asked if she could be an intern and, and work this time. So I don't know, but she's going to visit her dad, but that's exciting. I think that's all I've got going on. And then I put in a garden over the weekend, which I'm super excited about. That is my one win for the week. Are your shoulders won. screaming like mine? I feel like I did something weird with the shovel and now I can't fight, lift my arms. Oh, <laughs> There's something weird happening. I, I think, we, I think okay. we also need to clarify that when I think garden, I'm like, oh, my little like potted box plant. Yeah. And then Megan says garden and it's like mini farm. It is. So. I, I am not mini farm status. I you did. You had a mini farm at some point. I did. I did. And I'm going to get back to that. But I have um, four by four boxes and I only have four of them. So I have 16 square feet. That's it. That's all I could uh, accomplish this year. I don't even think I can keep one square foot alive. So you're doing better than I can. Uh, I was just thinking back to the time when Michelle got really into chickens. And she went, <laughs> went like doing off the, off the deep end of it there. I think they were like 25 at some point. Not sure. Yeah, I did. I had, I think we had 20, 2021, maybe. I'm not sure. My kids could tell you that story, but that's what I'm working on, getting ready for all of those things. And it's all very, very, very exciting. So that's what I got. Okay. Martha, you're up. Um, so I feel like I've got lots of irons in the fire right <laughs> now. Um, course we have admin boot camp coming up and that's you know as far as switching gears from event to event that's kind of where my head is right now except uh except. except megan dom williams and i will be scoping out victoria canada it's a rough job but someone's got to do it someone's got to do it i will say we do have to like go we're like homeless people almost because we have to go hotel to hotel to hotel. homeless people staying at five star hotels. Hmm. Not quite the same homelessness. Well, we have to pack up every day. And chocolate and oh, Mrs. Woodward. Oh, Mrs. Woodward and guess how can I make your stay better? It's the best thing ever. I love that. That's it. nice. Yeah, my favorite of them. Uh, and um, so because we know we're, we know that we're doing a home service retreat in Victoria, Canada next May. We just don't know which hotel yet. So anyway, we'll solidify that. And Megan's going to be talking to some business owners that few of them have been on Fight Club about possibly leading a session or two. Ooh, I don't really know. know that yet, but Crispy well, Boys. I was going to say, I, I'm not saying their names because yes. <laughs> I'm not going to commit them. Um, and how huge I'm talking about the art of accountability. I'm, I, not that I haven't always been into accountability, but um, Megan and I are working on a, a, dashboard project that's about accountability. Yep. 
I've been stretching all weekend. I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm getting back into my courses. So I've not done a lot regarding my courses for at least a year. And I'm getting back into that. So anyway, there you have it. Well, and her course is to be clear, uh, she has a great one on her bonus tracker and pay for performance. And then she has a longer life-changing one called Culture Turnaround Course, mm-hmm. which it was a six-month one, then it was a 10-week one. I, I don't know how long it is now, but it's worth every minute. And I've gone through it at least three times. <laughs> yeah, it's however long you want to make it, but it's it's a good probably 15 hours of content, but... Mm-hmm. It's evergreen now, so you take it at your pace. Yeah. So that's us. Um, Now, I do want to talk about, we tried to get, so our guests canceled kind of last minute, and we tried to get one of our office admin graduates to come on. But one, it was very last minute, and it's not like they're not working. And uh, two... Um, it's probably kind of scary to get up here. (laughs) And so anyway, I want to talk about, I think we should talk about some phone calls or messages that we take and like, what are people's concerns? Because I talked to somebody for a while on Friday, um, and their concern about bringing their office manager is that she was very seasoned and she was worried that she'd be kind of too far along mm. for boot camp. And we had one of our graduates that totally loved the experience. But uh, Liz, when she came, she felt that way. She felt kind of like, why is my boss sending me this? <laughs> I've been doing this for years. Does yeah. he not think I'm capable kind of thing? Yeah. Um, and she quickly found that it was all about tips and tricks that, you know, you probably don't know in the course of rising through the ranks and becoming an office manager. So we talked at length about that. Um, and her concern was it was going to be a lot of people who were brand new into the role of an office manager and that she really wouldn't get anything out of it. So if that's what you're thinking, that's absolutely not true. I would say most people are seasoned that come versus new grad or new grad, new position. New positions, yeah. And as as somebody who has sent somebody who is brand new, uh, and I sent her again when she wasn't brand new, I feel like it's better if they have a couple months experience uh, based on your company. Like it's a bit drinking from a fire hose. You can absolutely build skills, but I think it's nice if they've been with the company at least three months so that they can kind of, you know, apply what they learned directly and specifically to your company. If they're a newbie, um, they're going to, they're going to learn so much. They're going to bring a lot back. They're going to be able to build out a framework to build out their own dashboard for the company, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be a little bit harder to have it be complete. Right, right. And activity from the owner when they get back to make it complete. 
And if the timing doesn't work, like, I mean, you know, if you have a pretty new office manager and you don't want to wait until our next one, which will be in February, um, you can send that person because remember they get the recordings. Mm -hmm. So they can go back through the recordings. Yes, it'd probably be a little overwhelming, the live event, but without the live event, they won't know the value of the recordings and most likely wouldn't go back to watch them. Mm. But once they've attended, it's like, oh yeah, okay, I'm gonna go back and review that. Exactly. And I think too, it's if they are newer, owner and admin going in with the understanding that this is going to be a lot, <laughs> you're going to be kind of getting like brain dumped on and it's going to be a lot to handle. But scheduling in that time afterwards, I think for honestly, any admin with their owner is super important after our live event, just to kind of decompress and just offload what they have learned. Because owners do that to admins all the time. I think we all can say we're guilty of that. We go to conferences and we just offload on our team when we come back and let them know like, hey, we're going to do this, 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 and this, and change this, and all these things. And, and it's a lot. And they're learning a lot of new techniques, a lot of new strategies, tips, tricks, things of that sort. But really isolating what needs to be worked on and what the business owner specifically is like, yes, I think we should really push forward and keep working on X, Y, Z. That kind of post uh, live event meeting, I think is super important for any of our admins, but especially our ones that are coming in as brand new to the business. I love how you said offload. It's definitely a dump. We all just <laughs> dump and run. It's like a here and- <laughs> I was hear the beeping, like a truck in your driveway, right? Beep, 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 right? Goes backwards. That. Trying to be nice. Trying to not sound like we're just absolute dumb trucks over here. We but. are. And, and our listeners are. And I feel yeah. like that's kind of how boot camp started was mm -hmm. like, if you are in home service and you think about your training programs and you think about how long it takes for you to trust a technician and for them to be by themselves and how much energy and investment you spend with that technician. And then you think about your office, I'd imagine that they are not equal. I'd imagine that they are not even close to comparable. And I'd imagine that you can absolutely relate to this whole dumping and running situation. <laughs> they're, what, what do we say, Amanda? Their job is to just answer the phones. Isn't oh, that, that kills <laughs> my heart so yeah. much when people say, oh, I'm just in the office. I just answer the phones. Nope. They're the voice of your company. They generate the business for your company. They get things, the schedule full, they get things on the books. They make that first impression. They are directors of first impression for your company. I will not give your technicians the time of day unless I like the person I'm talking to on that phone call. Right. He's like, I've got a bunch of Amanda-isms. They're not a call center. They're a profit center. Their job is not to answer their phones. The job is to build the schedule. See, I think that, like she always says the same thing and it's so freaking true. And for us as owners, that's the mindset shift that we take is, is we've really discounted that, that role. And we just think yeah. that, oh, as long as you can be an admin, as long as you know how to juggle a schedule, you'll be successful. And, and that may be true, but they deserve the same attention that a technician gets. It's not, or maybe more. Maybe more. <laughs> There's so much value. So I'll share another one. So I'm 
Oh, shout out to Steven if you're listening. <laughs> so my coworkers, you have to meet him someday. He's you have to meet him one day. He's fantastic. But yeah. we were doing a training together, and I love it. Um, he his background, anyways, save you the whole story. But he has a lot of experience uh, in, in the industry, and he was sharing the story. He goes, what do you do? You have the technician meeting. You bring in the donuts. What do you do with the leftover donuts? Or in a room full of owners as he's sharing the story and you just see the guilt like as it registers on all these owners face they're like we give it to the admin yeah the office (laughs) so what message do you you just give them when you said hey here's the leftover donuts like don't let them be the leftover donuts guys like invest in them if anything like send them to boot camp to go you're valuable to us we want to invest in you Want to talk about retention? Your employees may feel valuable. I was thinking that about the new admin. Like, if you send a new admin to boot camp, that's an amazing first impression. That's an amazing way to like tee off a relationship and say, yeah. "I value you. I'm invested in you." Like, that that's incredible. Yeah, and it's, it looks like. Oh, we had a question. Ooh, okay. Yay! Oh, it's for Amanda. Shocking. <laughs> You're gonna give me a big head, guys. Here, I promise. Here for it. Let me see. So it's a it's a paragraph. So just give me a minute to get through this. So ready. Clients asking for discounts. So when a tech misses something small or does not clean to our typical quality, and the client cleans it themselves, right? then request a discount. How do you navigate this? We communicate very early on that our policy is to return to fix an area slash item or complete it on our next visit to avoid extending discounts at all costs. What type of language do you use to communicate this with the clients? And also, what is your policy for your technician? So it sounds like a cleaning company we're talking about. So interior cleaning. Oh, there's so much to like un- unpack with that. Okay, first off, <laughs> um, this okay. person was at QDS, so she already learned the policy thing. She knows okay. she's not supposed to throw the policy book at them. Okay, so avoid the art policy because no one cares what your policy is; they just care what you're going to do about it. Yep. Um, empathy right out of the get go. So they call, they state the complaint. You are not the company lawyer. That was a really big deal. You're not the company lawyer. It's not you to go to go and get all defensive in the beginning of the call. As soon as you get defensive, so is your customer. And then you're going to have a big fireworks show that follows. So my favorite de-escalation phrase is, thank you for calling to let me know. Doesn't admit fault, doesn't throw anyone under the bus, but that client still feels like you're on their side. And so when I hear that, complaint come in oh my gosh thank you for calling to let me know we want to take care of this can you tell me and then just let them vent or share their story your goal in the first 30 seconds is to become likable to that person or at minimum help them feel like you're on their side does not mean you have to agree with them so i want to be clear about that validating and agreeing with someone are two very different things so you want to validate the emotion they're feeling but you not you do not need to agree with the result or how they feel or any of that, but you are, you can relate to the emotion. That's mm-hmm. what you're going for. Then go into your solution. So, oh my gosh, thank you for calling to let me know. We want to take care of this. So this is what I want to do. Like, don't even give them the opportunity to negotiate, like, like go into the solution. So this is what I want to do. 
build the value in that solution mm. because chances are when you're giving a solution, it's a little different than what the client had in their mind. And so you have to build value or build it up to them. So the client goes, oh yeah, this is a good idea. Or I like that solution. So you have to talk it up of here's the solution. Here's why it's a good idea or how it's going to benefit you. Give them that solution and then go, go to schedule it. If there's still pushback there, like, well, don't I get a discount or don't I get this? This is where you have options to go with. I'm a big fan of adding to something than to give a discount on something. So if they're still frustrated, like maybe you throw in something a little extra that wouldn't take a ton of time, wouldn't cost you a lot of money, but makes that client feel like, oh, you realized this was inconvenient for me. So you did something a little special. Hmm. Um, I call it the $10 pizza. Have I ever told my $10 story? <laughs> you I just cut me off at any time because I was We're eating it up. We're eating okay. it up. Keep going. Don't stop. So here's my $10 pizza story. Um, I love to train through stories. So here's story time, everyone. Welcome to Flight, Flight Club story time. So <laughs> my, I live in Utah. <laughs> and he, he was a longtime teacher. So we yeah. just have to say that, that like when, there's stickers and story time and pretty soon we're going to be crossing our legs and it's holding fun. hands. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. So story time for everyone here today. Um, so I live in Utah. We have seasons. It's wonderful. And we have winter and we go up into the mountains a lot. So we have to change our tires on our car. So we had to get snow tires on our car and I go to drop off the tires at Costco to have the tires changed out. Um, and I, my little girl at the time was, I don't know, maybe a year old. And you know, when you see the family at the store that has like the screaming, crying kid and you're like, oh my gosh, glad I'm not you right now. I was that person right then. Like I had the screaming death curling scream child trying to drop off the car. It's cold. We drop it off. They're like, okay, it will take us about an hour and a half to change out the tires. I go, great. I live 10 minutes away. I'm just going to go home with my kid. <laughs> Call me when it's ready. I'll come back and I'll pick up the car. We get home. We take off the gloves, the mittens, the whole nine yards. We finally walk through the door and my phone rings. And I pick up the phone and I get, hi, this is Tim, the service manager here at Costco. Is this Amanda? Yeah. Like, you just know something bad's coming. So I'm like, yeah, this is Amanda. He goes, hey, Amanda. I am so sorry. We forgot to look at the tires before you left and they're studded tires. We no longer are able to work on those. So we aren't going to be able to change out your tires today. I kind of like take that calming breath, like, okay, <gasps> so like, okay I'll, I'll come back and, and put my daughter in the coat gloves, whole nine yards. I'm like, we'll come back. We'll pick up the car. That's okay. And goes, no, this is on us. We should have checked the tires before you left. We want to offer you Costco pizza on the house, hot and ready when you get here. And suddenly I'm like, oh my gosh, no, you don't have to do that. And goes, no, 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 this is on us. We want to do it. I go, I don't have to cook dinner. This is freaking awesome. So I'm like, that would be great. And he goes, what type of pizza? Combo pizza all the way. Do you think I'm even upset? I have to repack my daughter up to in the coat, the gloves, the whole nine yards to go get my car. No, because guess who's not cooking dinner tonight? This lady. <laughs> and all it cost was, those pizzas are $10, everyone. $10. It probably cost them a dollar to make. 
All it took was the pizza. I don't even get the tires changed. And I've told this story for years. I think Costco was the best. They didn't even do what I asked them to do, but they had the Costco pizza to save the day. So my challenge when I trade on this is, what is your $10 pizza? Like if it comes down to losing that client for life, or I have my $10 pizza, whether it's something I add over versus something I discount, what is your $10 pizza? Because at that point, it's an investment, whether you lose them for life or you keep them. If it comes down to that, are your admin empowered to make that decision so it's not always going to the owner every call? Um, what, what can they offer? As a last resort, I want to be clear, we aren't like handing out pizzas to everyone, but what is your version of the $10 pizza when it comes down to, I can lose this client forever, or I can give them something to smooth it over? Man, you got my brain going. Does anybody know what their pizza is? I'm like, we always resort to flowers and that is not $10. Uh, and sometimes it's not as immediate. Anything like partner with a company. I had one company, they partnered with a local bakery and they said, we'll do your maintenances if you give us a free loaf of bread for every client that we have to reschedule. And so that was their go-to. If they rescheduled a client, they showed up with a loaf of bread and their clients loved it and didn't cost them anything because they just traded services with another company in the area. Um, I had one, a coffee shop, a local coffee shop made their client like a special drink. It was called like the lucky duck. They're simple with the ducky. And so they would get a little coupon for their coffee to go in and get their free coffee. And it was again, just a trade of services. So you can have fun with it. And again, I'm not saying you give this away like candy, but for those last resorts, that was a very long winded explanation. Did I answer that question? <laughs> it was great. Don't you think that it's as much about recognizing that you inconvenience them and that um, because I think that's where a lot of businesses miss out is just mm -hmm. acknowledging uh, just being humble and acknowledging when it is your fault and when you want to try to make up for whatever that inconvenience was. So, um, cause I think as a consumer, that's what's super frustrating as a consumer, because when you're not acknowledging a system breakdown, then it's almost like you're saying this was your fault for not checking it out before you left, you know, kind of thing. And how in the heck would you know? <laughs> yeah. And so there is so much, <clears throat> there is so much power in acknowledging of just see that if you know you're wrong, just tell them you're right. Do you know how off balance that throws off an upset mm -hmm. customer? Like right. yeah. we talk about upset customers. Like there's some like bizarre, person out there in the world that we've never run into. Everyone here has been the upset customer. Everyone listening has been an upset customer. And what it usually comes down to is you didn't feel heard, you didn't feel acknowledged, and you just wanted someone to feel like they were on your side and was taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. And, and our admin's the perfect person for that, right? Yes. Like, do, we, do you guys remember when we went to FH Fur and we were talking to Darius about the quality control person? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
um, there was something, do you guys remember the specifics? There was something about that position was like the highest turnover position in the company. And it was because they were trained to be that empathetic, right? Like their job was to take in anger information and just, mm -hmm. you know, show empathy and let the client feel heard. But it was a hard, it's a hard thing to do when you've got a lot of like, they had an entire person that was their job was to just be like, man, I hear you and I'm sorry. And that sucks, you know, like that's a hard position to have. And our four admins, I think that's why we're doing the retreat, right? That's why we're doing the alumni mm -hmm. retreat is our admins. They are our front lines to customer service. And sometimes it's a really warm and fuzzy experience. And sometimes their job is to just take it and feel heard. Like, yeah. And then hear it and then help to navigate how to find the solution, right? Like it's. And not get defensive of the company, like it's a fine line between like fighting for the client and fighting for the employer, you know, and navigating that it can get tricky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, your boundaries, you know, where the cutoff point is, you know, what you can and can't do. You can help the customer feel heard, but it's those key phrases like avoiding our policy is the mm -hmm. only thing we can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't make your solution sound like unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Ooh, it's a big, if you're going to take away anything, say what you can do, not what you can't. Yeah. Say what you can do for that solution. Yeah. I like that, that you listen, you empathize yeah. and then say, here's what we can do. And yeah. again, you're not saying, would this be okay? Or, yeah. you know, those kind of things. Um, Even like, here's what I want to do. Like, sound like you want to help. Like, here's right. what I want to do. And yeah. Right. Here's what I can do. Here's what I want to do. All of that. And that sounds proactive. That sounds like this is the way we handle this, you know, that we've got it. And uh, versus uh, because whoever's on the phone is uh, whoever's on the phone is anticipating that the other person wants a discount or something. And that may not even be true, but that's the story we make up in our head. Mm -hmm. So taking control and, and saying, here's what we can do is yeah. very much, you know, controlling the situation and uh, giving that client the feeling that you're going to take care of it. Now, what if they come back? Because I, wait, I want to pause you because it's not us. I think that's the other important part. You as a listener, it's probably not you either. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about is empowering our admins, mm -hmm. giving them this, the tools and the skills and the training and the confidence and the safe place to practice so that they can really take care of these situations for us. Um, for me, that was like the biggest most empowering thing we ever did was that what if document where we talked yeah. through with our admin, you know, what happens when, what happens when, what happens when, and she has her own decision tree. And now it, it like never escalates up. Um, it, it almost never, ever escalates up to us as the owners. And, and it took work to empower her. It took, right. it took being organized to give her the tools. And it, it took a lot of um, patience on both our parts about praising her thought process. Like, yes, that's perfect. Yes, run with that. Yes, I love that. Yes, mm -hmm. that's how to talk. Yes, it was a whole bunch of yeses to get her to the place where when she has that yelling, angry person on the phone, here's what I want to do. 
and she doesn't have to pause and think about what the owners want to do or what the budget says. She here's what I want to do, Mrs. Jones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and that's what that's one of the biggest magical recipes of admin boot camp is we're training on confidence. We're building confidence. We're training on muscle memory. Like what what let's think about the other side of that call. Let's think about that client. And we're building those frequently asked questions and frequently asked responses. We're building that in a living document so that your admin throughout time is building that information for whomever is in the seat when you hopefully promote them or when you add someone else to their team, all of that collateral is there. So it's really super cool process because they have somewhere to take all that information and place it, which is often a problem. We have, speaking of promotions, let's brag a little bit Ooh. on some of our alumni. We have four graduates of Admin Bootcamp Adventure that had life-changing career promotions after finishing at Admin Bootcamp Adventure. Uh, one ended up as the operations manager. One ended up as a sales manager. One ended up as a general manager. And one, uh, another one is the operations manager. So they're not just an admin and their job is not just to answer the phone. And once they start to see how they can do their job more effectively and they can show you how they can train like mm -hmm. the next person in their job, imagine how much better that would be if you, you had like a career path for an admin to like replace themselves or clone themselves even yeah. better. Like if you could have two of them. Yeah. It's pretty magical. I think it's right. seeing the potential, you know, I, I, you, we see light bulbs go off for people because sometimes they felt like it's kind of a passive position as in you, the owner is just delivering all of the systems to them and then when they come to admin boot camp it's like oh not only can i make up some systems and take it to the owners i can improve things you know and that might have never occurred to them without being in a group not only with the camp counselors but with other people and hearing other experiences. Um, but Amanda, I want to follow up because I, I've been in this situation enough to know that sometimes that will work mm -hmm. and sometimes you truly have somebody who's seeking a discount. Yep. And so you've done the, here's what we can do. We're going to come out and blah, 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 blah. And then the person says, no, I already recleaned it. You guys didn't do a good job. I had to reclean it myself. You know, I really just want a discount. I think I should get a refund. So this is where it becomes, if you've done everything you could up to that point, and this is what I would challenge you to do. A lot of people think they've done everything they could up to that point. You need to go back and listen to that call and train from that call because I can't tell you how many calls they're like, I did all of that. And we go back and listen to the call and I'm like, no, we didn't. And there's some opportunities here. So train off your own calls. That's a big thing. That being said, Martha is absolutely right. There are still things where we've done everything we could. I call them my 2% customers. We did everything we could. We did it all right. But they're going to be that 2% that I just can't de-escalate, can't move forward. Then it becomes the option of, do I want this client in the future? Do I risk ruining this relationship? 
Uh, social media is a real thing out there. People talking, all of that reputation. So there may be a time where you go, we bite the bullet. We give it to them. It's not worth the consequence if I don't have. Now, if this is constantly reoccurring, I know you're thinking it like we have a customer that always wants that. Start tracking it. Oh, yeah. Because... This is an owner decision here, and I'm not a fan of when this has to, has to happen, but there does come a point where you may have to go, this is not our customer. Right. But you want to track and know the history and be able to go, when is this our fault? Is this an overall trend? Was this a one-time thing? But it's always better to just, my opinion, you bite the bullet, give it to them if it comes to losing them for life, or you know what? Give them the discount. Give them the 10% if that means they'll use you in their future and they've been a good client up to that point. Yeah. And, you know, one of our core values is uh, that we will take the high road. So when a situation like that came along, if they wouldn't take the other option, then we would, you know, our next question would be, well, um, what can we do to make it right? And then we listen. And sometimes really what they're wanting is not a full refund or anything. And it's not actually that huge of a deal, but, um, occasionally, you know, it was, they absolutely just wanted to get something for nothing. And so in our case, I would do the refund, but I'm not going to do it again. So if, uh, you know, and that is a plug for QDS because I use those scores a lot in these instances. So it would depend if the client had history with us, mm -hmm. if they had a lot of history with us and they were generally always satisfied, then I tend to think something went wrong. And if they're new, I am skeptical as in, all right, did we mess up or did we not communicate well uh, for expectations or is this somebody seeking, you know, something for nothing? Are they unhappy? Are they an unhappy person? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then with those scores that, you know, like if you have somebody, if you have a technician that has like a 97% satisfaction rate, but this one client, you know, you can't make happy. And then you, you maybe send somebody else the next time, same kind of problem. Um, generally, we would go do an insight inspection. And that's one of the things that we would offer is that, okay, so the next time this is what we're going to do. Uh, we had a wow service that was actually uh, something Liz Trotter hmm. taught a bunch of us. Uh, so we did a wow item and then we would go do an insight inspection so we could see for ourselves Okay, this is what it actually looked like. And then this is their satisfaction level. So we could tell if we needed, if, you know, if we weren't going to be a good fit. Hmm. 
Should we run through boot camp real quick? Ashley, you just got like 30 minutes answers to your question. <laughs> we got a ton. We got a ton, but it was super helpful. And I feel like that's the magic of having Amanda at boot camp is we can just get those little insights, which are sometimes quick and sometimes long. Um, but that there's a there's a shift that happens in how we frame how we frame our responses, how we show up for our clients. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, Tay, you want to kick us off? Yeah. So um, let me pull the, the proper dates up. Are we, do you want to talk about our topic specifically or what? what we, we got 10-ish minutes. So however we want to use them. Ish minutes. Okay. So what we are doing and talking about is our next boot camp. So next one is going to be live in Las Vegas. And those dates are going to be July 26th through July 28th. And these are for you know, our brand new admins. So new to the business, you know, admins that are seasoned in the business, admins you've had for a couple of years. Um, as we've mentioned in the beginning of the show, it's really for anyone that is in that position that just needs that additional training and needs that support in the community that you guys most likely have not been giving them if we're going to be completely honest as an owner. Um, hate to be blunt, but it's probably the truth. And looking at that what we are going to kind of go through right now is just little bits and pieces of what they would be will be getting from us as their counselors so marketing wise i talk to them a lot about not only the customer journey and kind of what that looks like and that communication process within the customer journey but we talk about social media as well and how to really have a developed plan that really only takes them you know a couple hours per quarter if that, once you really get this Trello board implemented and moving forward, this social media should not be a daunting task for your admins or for anyone in that position in your company. And if your admins aren't technically doing it, they can be able to then train your marketing uh, team member on how to use this Trello board. But it gives you templates. I give you, again, how to speak to the clients, how to really talk in the, the voice of your company. And we kind of go over different voices from examples from other admins and how they kind of use their social media at the moment. We get to kind of work together in a collaborative room on really building design pieces, which is fun to watch and see everyone's design brains kind of open up a little bit. Um, but marketing wise, it is something that's normally on your admin's plate. Or, you know, it's something that just gets forgotten. Social media does because we just don't have the time for it, quote unquote. But with the, the system that I have developed, this can be something that can be implemented, be regular and be building that customer relation on the social platforms from your admins. And it's a plug and play. So this this dashboard, like it's we use it and we saved like $500 a month in social media engagement because now our admin can just go in and put our brand on the stuff that Tay's already created. And then admins that don't do social media, they, they've been very creative, like, oh, I did this spin the wheel sign or, oh, I did this like yard sale sign or, oh, I did this refer a friend dog biscuit sign. Like they learned how to design stuff around the company. Uh, and Which is saving cost. I mean, creative, yeah. You ask a graphic designer to create a yard sign for you. If you were to come to me as a graphic designer, I would charge you a minimum of three fifty for a yard sign. I mean, and that's we're talking minimum, depending on how detailed, how you know, graphically oriented it's going to be. So when you look at it that way, I mean, I really teach them how to use Canva, teach them how that system can be used in their favor, and 
they can be be your own design team, which is kind of cool. You have an in-house design team. You have an in-house marketing team now when it comes to social media. I mean, that in itself, when you look at the dollar savings behind that, it's it's huge. I know I'm next. Okay, I got the sorter thing down. Woo! <laughs> right. um, I help you at Admin Bootcamp book more calls, win more moments. So we talk about how to have that initial phone call with the client when they call in needing your services so you can book that call, win the moment, overcome price objections and word choice. Um, so that that's my big thing. And I will tell you, like when I joined admin bootcamp, I took things away from all these ladies and brought them back even to my own position. And I've been doing this a while and it was so, so helpful. So you aren't just walking away with like, here's some good ideas. It's, oh no, they're coming back already started or developed. You come back with projects started or completed, which is huge. So there we go. There's my plug. Love it. And uh, I, I piggyback on Amanda a lot. And so I show them how winning more moments actually increases the bottom line of their company. So we bring, I bring calculator and I show them like, if you can, if you can be organized about how you respond to leads, we can actually reduce the lead slippage. Right. And I, I'd show them, you know, your boss is probably paying for that phone to ring. And so, you know, how do we prioritize emails versus like, Facebook messengers versus voicemails versus live phone calls. So we talk about lead slippage. We talk about conversion rate, you know, by, by building empathy sooner in that call, we can increase our, increase our conversion rate. What happens to the bottom line of the company if the conversion rate goes up? And then we talk about average tickets. So like kind of building that sale, even if your admin's not doing sales, they can start planting seeds and teeing things up on that first initial call that will make it easier for a salesperson to, to increase that average ticket once they're out at the, you know, a lot of it's awareness. Like our clients don't really know what we sell. We assume that they know, but they don't really know. And so really showing the admin how doing those three simple things, uh, we show them how they can actually triple the revenue of a company without changing anything on ad spend, without changing anything. And that tripled revenue is almost all pure profit. So the admin gets really excited to be used an example of showing an admin how by, you know, answering the phone in the right order, uh, building empathy, and building up that ticket can take a $1 million company to a $3 million company. And we do that in one session. It's pretty magical. And then we show them how to track it so that they can show you as the owner how they're making these small impacts that's affecting the bottom line. So good. And in my segment, we're going to talk about systems. So we set up an entire framework for the company that you work with, if you're the admin, and all of the internal and external client facing and team member facing documents that you might need to share or hold on to. And we create a really cool graphic way of easily being able to reference those documents or those pieces of information while you're on the phone, because the admins do so much while they're actually talking to your customers. Um, so we're going to build that framework and all on Trello. And then we also are going to talk about hacking Slack to your best benefit scheduling messages and and doing workflows. And so we're going to talk about how Slack can be your little mini me um, in the admin space. So that's fun. That's what we do in systems. Yeah. And then in, with people, we talk about how your admin or the direct supervisor can be the person who makes an employee want to stay or makes an employee want to leave. And so we talk about some of the things that can 
really bother and employ that are super easy to change. Um, and it's just getting a different perspective on how that feels, you know, how like an interaction feels kind of a little bit like Amanda's segment with the client, but this time it's between the admin and the employee. So we talk about some of those things that are common reasons that people leave so that we can pay attention to that and retain our employees. And then uh, I also have a Trello board that's all about the onboarding process. You get an employee and now here's the critical time. I mean, a lot of us tend to lose employees around three months, four months, six months. And so you can't just get them in the door and then quit all training, all education, et cetera. So there's an onboarding process that's education, but also recognition. And that's a, I feel like we just, we just dumped on you guys, all the things <laughs> they're going to be learning. But on top of all of that, we, we really do take care of them fully. So they get a welcome dinner when they first get to meet you know, all of us, they get to meet the other admins that first night. Um, that's the kind of welcome party as an opportunity to get to know who they're going to be working with. And then we do have a big celebration on the last night. And that's something we always do like to keep a little bit of a surprise. So we don't tell too much about that. But do plan it's going to be epically awesome. And that, you know, we're here admin to Las Vegas, Las Vegas. And we're going to take really good care of them. Like we're going to create a safe and wonderful environment for them to be able to like have, you know, truly a once in a lifetime experience that they're going to thank you for you, the owner, because you invest in them. Like you prioritize that. Oh, yeah. it's so fun. I, that's my favorite part. I think so. Cause it's not just, I mean, I, it's absolutely, they're getting a crap ton of learning. I mean, <laughs> you are learning so much in this condensed, you know, two day course. Um, but we do get to still celebrate that win of the learning and the accomplishments. And as Amanda said, you know, leaving with things done. That's what we're celebrating. We're celebrating the mm -hmm. hard work you put in over those two days and your admins put in, I should say, and celebrating them before they head home to really get to sit down at that meeting with you and say, hey, look what I found out. Look what I learned. Let's talk about it. Let's implement these things because it's going to change our business. Yeah. And I think it's so cool because like you mentioned, Megan, we take really good care of them and we, you know, it is our goal to, for them to feel extra special and pampered while they're there. But the thing is, even though we're the ones that are carrying out a lot of those things, they absolutely associate it with you sending them and you did. You know, they they get teary on, oh, my gosh, I can't believe my boss thought enough of me to send me here, you know. Um, and I think that's what is the magic sauce, per se. If we only did education, it would feel more about what's in it maybe for the boss. But because we do such a good job and we love doing it, uh, such a good job of taking care of the admins. They feel like you did that for them. 
We're talking about like black car experience. We're talking about roses. We're talking about champagne. We're talking about special cookies. We're talking about surprise treats. Like we're talking about dance parties. We're talking about like, this is a very warm and fuzzy nurturing experience. Michelle always says like, these are my people and I know how to, I know how to love on my people. And, and she has taught us how to love on our people. And let's be honest as owners, that is not, you're not, you're not warm and fuzzy nurturers of your admins. And and that's okay. You can delegate that to us. We'll take care of it for you. We got you. Yeah. I think like Amanda said, our I think a way to just to distinguish or to what's the word I'm looking for, kind of decide whether or not you are loving on your admin is are you giving them leftover donuts? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are is that you right now? Are you sitting there bringing something for your technicians and just saying, here guys? in the office. I uh, have this for the team and uh, wanted to make sure you guys had some too. Yeah. 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 And I think we should quickly mention before we head out of here is um, we do have, so we kind of have several stages of admin bootcamp and uh, we have an admin bootcamp, which is the two day intense learning and all the meals and all that. But all then back. for the first time, because we're more than a year in, we will have a alumni event. Ooh. So we have some of our admin bootcamp graduates that are coming to us and they'll get a day and a half of learning and some um, self-awareness type activities. And then a lot of pampering too, but yeah, I was wondering, Michelle, are you going to do any of your AI stuff in alumni? I, I don't know. I'm going to have so much by then. I might be able to throw a little bonus stuff in. We'll see. Someone's using ChatGPT for marketing. So that that's oh, definitely I, in there. And oh, there's, there you go. there's time blocking in there, mm. outbound calls, vision boarding. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's going to be there's awesome. Yeah, and I'm going to go over pay for performance for my part in alumni. So we're all going to talk about stress management um, yeah. staying present, like how staying present can really help impact our roles as you know leaders in companies. And also if we're the voice of the company or the first impression of the company, how we need to pretend like we've been waiting all day for that call. You know, we've been looking forward to them calling all day. Yeah, yeah it's going to be. And we're also going to have a surprise outing. It's going to be a different surprise outing. So it's yeah. going to be equally awesome so yeah that, that is that's reserved specifically for previous graduates so yeah. uh, you had to have graduated from admin boot camp in order to be eligible for the retreat the alumni retreat i did have somebody ask me about so admin boot camp starts on a wednesday night with our welcome dinner reception mm -hmm. um and ends on a friday night i had somebody ask me about their admin flying home on Friday night. And I was like, don't do it. No, I don't think you're going to want to have it. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I will say that was the one thing. There were a few that their owners said, okay, well, we'll just kind of have you leave that Friday night, like late. And you could tell like that, even though you have to get like, you're leaving late, you have at our last one, you still had to get to the airport and like, make sure you're ahead of like ahead of your flight and check in and all those things. So you end up do missing a lot a good chunk, I should say, of the surprise outing. Um, and everyone's kind of like getting amped up for it throughout the week. Cause like we said, like we don't tell them until, you know, 
you know and a reveal um and we know as admins that they're juggling families at home and kids maybe and other schedules but this this feels like not only a work trip but like a vacation and they're not going to want to go home early like yeah. we, we guarantee it they're they're going to want to stay for all of it they, they may think they do before they come but once they get there exactly they will regret that decision Yes. So. Our recommendation would be like a, you know, an early afternoon flight in on that Wednesday um, and a morning flight the Saturday morning for our, our our Vegas live retreat or live, excuse me, event. Excuse me. Yeah. Great. All right. Are we going to do homework or should we skip it and just have people check out admin boot camp? What, what should we do? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. check out admin boot camp. That's the homework. Yeah. Check out admin boot camp. I love it. That's our homework. And I do have a quote. I think it's pretty fitting for this week. Uh, I don't know. But it's going to be from Amanda Powell. Congratulations, <laughs> Amanda. You're getting quoted <laughs> for the first time. And I know it won't be the last, but it's just going to get people, their interest peaked on listening to this episode if they didn't get a chance to listen with us today. And it was, quote, it was just a $10 pizza. By Amanda Powell. Check out this episode and listen to that awesome story on how you can turn a customer experience from terrible to awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. That's your quote for the day, guys. Thank you. I love it. Okay. Everybody keep, have a great day, right? What's up? Absolutely. Have a great day and keep an eye out on social media. I know we're going to be posting a lot more things about admin boot camp. So we're all open to questions. Our Facebook messages are open. Uh, shoot us a message if you do have questions. We'll be happy to take another show opportunity like this to answer more questions that you may have. Love it. Next week, we've got Tom Howard coming on Fight Club. Wow. I have been trying to get Tom Howard on this show for like two years. So next week is the week. It's going to be really fun. Uh, 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern. And uh, what don't we miss it. Writing. Don't miss yeah. it. No way. All right. Go See y'all. Go fight. Go fight, everybody. See ya. Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.